Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Parkins and Spiegel. On the score, the mob takes care of us. We want to take care of you. You can hang out in person on Wednesday. You just got to be available to come to the Prudential Building, Blue Cross Blue Shield Performance Stage. Register to attend, odyssey.com slash 670thescorer slash contest, or text us, and we'll send you the link. So just text 312-644-6767 and say, I want to go to the town hall, and we'll send you a link back. That is on Wednesday from 2 to 6, so just text us that you want to go to the town hall. We'll send you the link right there to your phone to register for a shot to win. Uh, We're hoping to have people who want to participate and weigh in, but also you can just come and... uh, Hang out, take a picture with the Caleb Williams jersey, yell at us, celebrate us, hang out, whatever the case may be, but also a good chance to get on the air if you want to do so. Turned into a pretty interesting sports day around these parts. Connor Bedard is back for the Blackhawks and is playing tonight. Uh, The Bulls with a tough loss in Cleveland, but Kobe White was really impressive on and off the court. Dylan Cease trade talks, Danny, are heating up a little bit with the Baltimore Orioles, according to our Bruce Levine, because they had a couple injuries that got reported. They don't have a ton of pitching in the farm system. Cubs, not so much news out there, but the Bears made the biggest news of the day. Yeah, they did. Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair have been released. Jaquan Brisker has already tweeted about how tough it is for him to see Eddie Jackson go. This was not uh, unexpected given their age, productivity, uh, but expensive salary. You'll you'll see some places that say they've got 70 million or 68 million in cap space. That's that's a little high uh, because you've got a that doesn't necessarily uh, account for the full 50 man 51 person roster plus the allocation for the draft picks and they've got two first round picks so Josh Schrock has a more accurate estimate uh, which will probably come in the 55 million dollar range but nevertheless the Bears have the third most cap space of any team in the NFL heading into the offseason plus two picks in the top 10 plus whatever they get obviously, from trading Justin Fields or the number one overall pick. In this particular moment, I'm ready for a new free safety for the Bears who tackles with a little more authority. Um, That's not the only requirement of the job, though. A lot of communication, uh, some leadership, obviously the ball-hawking skills and the coverage skills. 
but the tackling has been a problem, even when he kind of rededicated himself to it. And it's just, there's a lot of free agents out there. We'll talk about them, you know, later on in the offseason, whether it's Cameron Curl of the Washington Commanders or Julian Blackman of the Colts, Jordan Fuller of the Rams. Like, there's a bunch of free agent safeties in their 20s who have better tackling relationships who may or may not fit the scheme. And I, I suspect that's where they will go to get a starting safety. How about you? Where they will go, probably. But it's such a young secondary, and they've got a lot of draft picks. I could easily see them drafting one, too. And, you know, slot, I, and slotting a draft pick in there, a third-round pick or a fourth-round pick? Yeah, with the, with the idea being that with Brisker and Jalen and Tyreek and Kyler, there's enough talent to help them along a little bit. You know, so I, I, I honestly, I could see that going either direction just based on how Ryan Poles views the free agent class versus the board. I, It's too early for me to say, like, that there's a great fourth-round free safety that I'm going to get up on the table for. Like, that's, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But – I think just what we've been talking about with the, the positional value, uh, I, I do think that a low-cost veteran or a mid-round draft pick, they're going to fill the position with a starter without making a massive investment in the position, either way. What I thought was interesting in our conversation with Dave Wanstead is how quickly he went to the idea of maybe Tyreek Stevenson moving to safety, Terrell Yeah, Smith. I disagree with that. Well, but remember, Wani knows Eberflus and knows folks up there, and he kind of— Hung on to it and talked about it as a as a possibility. So I, I, I don't know. Didn't didn't strike me as just kind of random spitballing from Wani. So I didn't mean he, and he said and he said it before. It's a it's a premium draft pick that they used on Tyreek Stevenson. It is. So that'd be another premium draft pick used on a safety if he ends up there. Well, if they, he, if, they it, if they love Terrell Smith, you know, you you need a lot of corners. Yes, you do. You you, you need a lot of corners. It's not like Terrell Smith can't play. Did you know that Malcolm Jenkins, the great free safety for the Saints and then the Eagles, started as a corner? One of many, many longtime high-level safeties yeah. who started as corners. So it's, it like, it's like the guys who start at shortstop and then end up at second base or third. You know, it's uh, a lot of them play corner more premium position and then they end up at safety or they play it in college or high school and then end up transitioning over they get bigger whatever the case may be so there's obviously Dave wants that knows a thousand times more about defensive football than I did but corners just such a more valuable position and Tyreek Stevenson looked awesome at it he did a texter says what about Antoine Winfield that guy is going to sign for an enormous amount of money yeah. And stay in Tampa. I'd be surprised if he does not. He had a great year. It's turned into a great one. Did you guys I, see who he was in Vegas with at a Super Bowl party? Antoine no. Winfield? Yeah. Jordan Love. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. I, that's Man, unfortunate. I mean, they're probably going to have to add somebody this offseason. Thanks, Tanny. Yeah, that's great. Love you. Uh um, just reporting the news. Yeah, no, yeah, no you are. Yeah. Uh, and while I'd be surprised... Eddie Jackson back on a much cheaper contract. I can't rule it out. Can't rule it out. If he if he likes the system, the players like him. I mean, you asked a great question to Jalen Johnson before week 18 uh, about Eddie Jackson and the possibility of it being their last game together. 
I think for me, it's been it's it's been a heck of a journey. I think with Eddie and I've learned to I've learned to 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 grow and to understand Eddie. And I think really, I think coming to the league, it was Eddie and he had just got paid. Like I, the Eddie Jackson I know now versus Eddie Jackson I knew when I got into the league, I feel like is it's two totally different guys. And I think just being able to really grow with him as players and stuff on the field. I mean, me and Eddie used to get into it. He used to say, like, just say little Ricky things or you ain't been in it long enough, da, da, da. And it's like, it's always been, always been love and, like, a certain push. But I think, too, now just being able to develop a certain chemistry and respect for Eddie, I think it's something that I, I'd always appreciate if it is our last game, but just always having that. Because, I mean, there's times where, quite honestly, we, we do things off script where there's things that we'll see and I'll look and I'll be like, hey, Eddie, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. We're going to two-man two this or we're going to do this. Or if he does this and you take it, I'm going to take this or you. So, I mean, just being able to have that chemistry with a safety like that, I can go get the ball that you can be um, in sync with. I think that's a special that's a special thing. And I've been able to get that, I think, really since my second year. And I think, too, he he's learned to trust me as well, being able to go out there and perform and do and play the game at the highest level. So, I mean, just – really that and then also too just growing spiritually i mean just, we, we've had plenty of conversations about our relationship with god just how we can grow closer as men as men together and just helping each other we we pray we started a prayer circle every day as a practice so i mean we just we've just been we we've been in it we've been through it i mean of course we, it hasn't been too many wins and things like that but through the adversity through the good times i feel like me and eddie always been solid so i mean i feel like if if he was to leave i think that would definitely be 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 hard on me because I mean I've I've had a lot of older guys leave but I think with him leaving considering the time spent considering things we've done on and off the field I think that'll be I think that'll be probably the hardest the hardest move for me. Ooh, got my phone. I think that'll be the hardest move for me um, honestly but I think just his presence on the field I think he's just a guy that brings a lot of confidence to the team brings a lot of confidence to our defense and to our secondary so I think if if it is his last one I know his presence will definitely be missed. Dropped his phone like a couple of those pick sixes. You know what I mean? Um, no, that was a great answer, man. That was a that was an excellent answer, right? It, it's, it's, it Jones. speaks to the evolution of the relationship and just how deep it can get, and how deep it 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 it, it has to be in order to improvise and do some of the things you do on the field. This is this is a loss. You know, it's it's definitely a loss to the the the, the chemistry and the connectedness of that defense, and. I still think it's by it's pretty clearly the right decision. Yeah, I don't it's pretty clear. Based on how much money he was making, how valuable the position is and the incomplete nature of his game that he just he was incredible in 2018. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was going to be that ball hawk that would get it, but then he went through that crazy streak with no takeaways and uh he just wasn't the consistent difference maker that we thought that he was going to be. It's not as much as I thought. Did you see how much it is? His his his, his contract is it, the dead cap hit here for 2024. Well, the, it's what it's what the cap hit would have been, not the dead cap hit. The oh. dead cap is the number that they have to pay that he's not on the team. Oh, right, 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 right. It's right. what the cap hit uh, would have been. I'm misreading. They're saving. They're saving almost thirty million dollars. Yeah. With, the two, with White Hair and Eddie Jackson gone. I'm missing. The, uh, I'm looking at the spot track, um, and it's already updated. Yeah, so, exactly. That, yeah, that's yeah. my bad. No, so, so, the, so the, it's that, five. That, it's, it, that, it's less than six million of a dead cap hit, but it's still five point five. Yeah, that's that. That's that's why that's why they can do it. 
because the cap hit. I for, I honestly do forget what it, but I believe I think it was over twice that. I think he was like a ten or eleven million dollar. Uh, I mean, honestly, it was probably a little bit more than that. Now that I'm thinking about it, but mm-hmm. he so five million dollars to cut him versus eight figures to keep him. So they'll they'll add a free safety for less than that difference and save significant money and hopefully get better production. Uh, at the position so yeah when the dead cap number gets low that's when it's easier to move on from the guy because the the savings are pretty significant yeah there you go Um, so he but again to speak to the person and how he what he meant to the team and what the bears meant to him and how he is probably interested in coming back he got the jeff dickerson good guy award uh from the media this was one of his last press conferences as a member of the bears what does it mean to you to be a bear Oh, man, it means everything, man. Like, just coming here from Alabama, man, the tradition of it, um, the history, rich, man, it's just everything is just so – it's it's family-oriented. Like, if you walk through that lobby, man, you see all those Hall of Famers on the wall. It's just, man, like, that's the goal. Um, and just to see the type of tradition that the Bears has built, you know, one of the first organizations. So it's it just means a lot. Um, and for me to be here for seven years and watch – you know, different coaches come, um, different GM, different players. Um, and you build those relationships with them, and you learn from the older guys. And, you know, it's for me to pass it down to the younger guys and just see how I can affect someone um, just by being around them, just your presence, a conversation. Um, it means everything to me, and I, and I, and I love it. I enjoy it. Um, and I don't take it for granted. Um, as you know, I've been hurt before, so – just being away from the team and being away from the building, it's just, it takes a toll on you. So you have to live in that moment and really appreciate it for the moment that you have here. And to that end, nobody knows what the future holds. Have you allowed yourself to think that this might be the last Sunday that you walk on a soldier field in a, in a Bears uniform? Um, not really. I know guys keep asking me that. It's like, I'm living in the moment, man. Like I'm, I'm appreciating the guys and, just being around like Tremaine, those guys, TJ, D-Walk, like all the new guys and new faces on the team and just the relationship we built within a year, man, it's like, it's crazy. Um, so I haven't really thought about it. Um, you know, Lord willing, I hope I'm here uh, next year. But like I said, man, God always has a plan. So I feel like I always land on my feet. Um, I hope it's here. You know, I know how it works in the business. I wish I can be here my whole entire career, but we know how this thing works. But it's just you got to live in a moment. You know, you got two more games guaranteed. Like I said last time, like I'm guaranteed two more games as a Chicago Bear. So I'm going to live in that moment. I'm going to appreciate every moment of it. You know, Dan, remember, what, Dan you made a good, I was going to say, Dan made a good point about all the stuff you've seen in your time here. What was this season like? I mean, start with the winless start. You lose your coordinator. Yeah. You've seen the winning come back. How would you describe the season? I feel like it was one of the most craziest seasons I had, honestly. And I told the guys that, like, I never experienced nothing like that. Like, losing a coordinator, um, the season off to, you know, not the type of start we thought we was going to have. Then guys going down, getting banged up, me going out, missing six games. Um, then another coach resigning. It was just it was just so, so crazy. But one thing we learned is, like, you know, um, destruction comes first, you know, like, Things has to be teared down for for you to see the glory of it in the end. So I feel like it's something bright, honestly, man. Like it's it's something good coming to this team, um, and that's just like with life. You know, when you go through troubles and tr- trials and tribulations through life, man. At the end of that tunnel is always light. So I feel like it's something special with this team, man. And it sucks that we we caught fire um, late in the season, especially as a defense. But like I said, it's certain things you can't control, man, with the injuries and things like that. But 
I mean, it's, it's definitely been a different season for us. And I feel like every player in that locker room would tell you this is probably one of the craziest seasons that they experienced. Man, 15 interceptions, 10 forced fumbles, and three pick sixes for Eddie Jackson. And it wasn't all good, man. I mean, obviously, he peaked in 2018. That was incredible. But uh, good pull by Tanny. This was, this was George McCaskey after 2021. Not thrilled, even if not that direct, with uh, some of the tackling physicality ac- uh, efforts by Eddie Jackson. On the defensive side of the ball, I would point to this season, game one, one of our defenders fails to touch down a receiver who's on the ground. And in game 17, one of our defenders fails to touch down a receiver who's on the ground. Ouch. That was was a bad one. Ouch. That was a bad moment. That was awfully specific. Yes. (laughs) To to a very dark moment of the season. Yeah. Led to, led to coaching firings. I mean, that was that, that was in the context of coaching. Yeah, it was but, the context of discipline and a team that's trying hard yeah. and knows what to do and, 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 and all of that. But, yeah, that was uh, awfully specific. From And uh, for from Whitehair, George. it was an even easier call. They were both very easy calls because of the money. But Whitehair, Tevin Jenkins, and Nate Davis are younger and better, and he couldn't play safety, and Whitehair was expensive. Couldn't play center. Right. Center, 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 right. excuse me, obviously. Yes. I'd like to see him in safety. <laughs> I would not. I'd like to see Come him play on. safety for the Packers instead of Winfield. Where's your sense of adventure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you, dude? My bad. Go ahead. Let, let's give it a shot. No, he couldn't play center. That was clear. And he wasn't starting at guard anymore. So, yeah. yeah so, expensive. And so interior line is a big, big need. Center and maybe a guard later in the draft. I know they like Jatari Carter. And he could be your backup, your swing guard, but they'll, yeah, they'll find I don't, I don't know, because, I mean, I think they gave Nate Davis $19 million guaranteed before last year. Oh, yeah. He's not going and then, anywhere. And then Tevin Jenkins is... Borderline Pro Bowl. Yeah, really good. So, But he has trouble staying healthy. That's been an issue all the time. Yeah, I mean, you always need depth at that position. They will draft somebody, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. uh, I, my guess is they might add, like, two centers. You know, a... Two interior linemen who can play center. Two interior linemen who can play center. Exactly. Because that was the issue. Yeah, Dan Feeney. Dan Feeney, thanks so much. But Yeah, Lucas lo- Patrick, thanks lo- so much. Love right? your was, mustache. Yeah, it was – you, you could find a guy who could be a backup guard, but who can consistently snap the ball to your next quarterback or Justin Fields, that's going to be your issue. You know who's got two centers and has been playing them both lately? The Bulls. That's right. That's right. It's a good unit. I think Andre Drummond could line up between Tevin Jenkins. I mean, my God, the fear, the fear that that man would create. See, the problem with that, though, is throwing over him. Well, you know who definitely couldn't? Caleb Caleb. Williams. (laughs) Justin Fields maybe has a better shot. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, he's about an inch and a half, two inches taller than him. Although we don't know. Caleb hasn't measured in at the combine yet. Maybe Maybe he's a fake six foot one possible Caleb oh yeah no people uh the Caleb haters out there or the Justin lovers um yeah they've they've got him being five eleven being Kyler Murray yes yeah, that he's Kyler Murray <laughs> yeah yeah but like, I don't think he's Kyler Murray no but he's not uh you know he's not Ben Roethlisberger he's not Ryan Mallett <laughs> no. no I've been this size uh you know respectfully my my whole life <laughs> that's yeah. Bryce Young but that ended up being a problem part of the problem anyway 
yes, one, yes, a part of the problem. I think but, I, I think Ryan Mallet is deceased, so I'm gonna have really? to. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, didn't he pass away? I think it was a a, a, a surprise, but uh, well, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. He died at 35 last June, so rest in peace to Ryan Mallet. So you're gonna use a different name I now for, different... for big quarterbacks. <laughs> there's a lot of options you could go with for tall quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them. Why don't you go with Mike Glennon? I, I I could go with Mike Glennon, but I think of more. I mean, he was like it's he neck. was he was like six four without the neck, you know, and like six nine with the neck. But Mike Glennon has been battling all camp to secure the backup quarterback job. Right now, he's ahead by a neck. Oh yeah, the giraffe. The ginger well, a, giraffe. That deserved a rim shot, but that's okay. <laughs> you can't hold the neck against him in a hike. If I say to you, hey, what's the tallest animal you think of? You think giraffe. It's yeah, but, but it's kind of cheating when the neck is, is that much, right? Why? It's kind of like, like when the tallest building in the world is the tallest building in the world because, like, the because antenna... The antenna on the top is like an yeah. extra, you know, 40 stories or whatever. Right. It's like, come on, architect. Stop being so lazy. Yeah. Well, it's just mm-hmm. a cheat. Except the height of building that you actually are at that point. Right. I'm all about fairness in height contests, Danny. Famously, I always yeah, have Yeah, that's been. what you're known for. That is what you're known for. Yeah. Oh, Kobe White is turning into something we will discuss. He got incredible praise last night. And, I mean, you know me, longtime big hockey guy. I'm walking out personally with this Bedard news. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score.